on today's episode of The Savvy Marketer. The biggest reason why I struggle with um, imposter syndrome was that because I didn't know myself. Mm. I did not believe in myself. But now that I know who really I am, you know, and that my identity is founded on a, on a foundation that is not changeable, I, I won't be as offended as much if somebody come, you know, came up to me and say, hey, Christy, you're not really good at this thing. You know, your grammar is not perfect. You're not from the States. You're from the Philippines. Why are you even here? You know, I'm not going to be as much offended because I know who am I, you know, like yeah. if they tell me go back to the Philippines, that's where you came from. Like, yeah, that's really where I came from, you know, sure. like I don't I don't mind, you know, and I feel like regardless if you know, you just move to the States or even if you're born here, if you make the most of the opportunities in front of you, then you will be able to make it. On today's episode of The Savvy Marketer, we'll talk to Christy Yoder, who has a fascinating story. She was born in the Philippines, she started a business here in the United States in 2019 and has already grown that company to have more than 70 employees. And that team is largely 8,000 miles away back in the Philippines. But first, a marketing moment. When can you afford to hire some help? There are a lot of sales leaders, marketing leaders, company leaders who are incredibly talented producers, but are held back because they're just absolutely buried in work. And if that's you, you probably need to hire some help. And you may simply need to hire an assistant, whether that's an assistant that you hire to work in-house or you outsource it or you find a virtual assistant. But many people don't take that step and hire the assistant because they can't justify the ROI. I think leaders often think, well, this assistant is going to cost X thousand dollars a year and they're not going to be able to sell and they're not going to be able to do these things that produce revenue for my company. So where's the ROI? I want to challenge you to think about the ROI of an assistant a little bit differently. Instead of thinking about the ROI that they bring directly, think about the ROI that you can produce because you freed up big chunks of your time. If your assistant can free up half of your time with low value, time consuming work, what would that free you to do? What new ideas could you generate? What sales could you close? What things could you put in place in your business because that time is there that you didn't have before? Remember, the biggest ROI from hiring an assistant will most likely come from you. And that is your marketing moment. So today's guest on The Savvy Marketer is Christy Yoder. She's the founder and CEO of Smart VAs. I met Christy just, I think, three years ago when Smart VAs was in early startup stages. But the amount of growth that your company has had in just three years is really astounding. So Christy, welcome to the show. Well, it's my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me here. So first, what is Smart VAs? So Smart VAs is a virtual assistant agency. It's a US-based company, but all of my team members are based out of the Philippines and a few in Venezuela currently. So we help overwhelmed businesses reclaim time by delegating the tasks that they're not supposed to be doing. So we started in 2019, and now we are a team of 70 plus team members and we are currently helping 92 clients, active clients as of the moment. Unbelievable. So 70 employees helping 92 clients in three years. That's amazing. And you're one of them. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, and we are loving working with smart VAs. Since you've started smart VAs, I think you've started to see a, a bigger purpose to the thing that you're doing. And, and what 
How would you describe that bigger purpose? I believe that everything that I have right now did not really come from my own effort. I believe that it came from God and God has, you know, a plan for my life. Right now, being here in Ohio, this is my, you know, my destiny. This is my, this is where God is calling me. And um, the bigger purpose that I have right now is being able to help out those underprivileged or underserved communities in the Philippines. You know, growing up, I did not live or my parents were not wealthy and rich, you know. I even told a friend the other day that I did not grow up having a microwave at home because we don't have money to buy a microwave. And so I understand, you know, the feeling of having nothing. Um, When I say nothing, you know, the feeling of having not enough to to provide for yourself, not being able to, to eat three times a day. And now that I'm here in the States, I have already experienced the feeling of having, I can say everything, you know, I'm just content mm-hmm. in the season of my life right now. And because I have overflowing blessings from God, I'm able to share that with other people as well. That's why my mission right now is to provide sustainable and competitive work work from home opportunities for people in the Philippines who were in the same situation as me. And people in the Philippines, they don't really get paid a lot. You know, just imagine going to work, you're going to get stuck in traffic for three hours. Going back, to, going back home, you're going to get stuck for three to four hours again. And if you're a married, you know, person, you know, you need to put food on the table. And if you're not getting enough from your employer then you're not gonna have food on your table you know like you're like Mm. you're tired from commuting you're tired from working and when you get home here you go your wife is yelling at you because you don't have money to provide for them and your kids are crying because they're hungry you know that's a reality in the philippines and that might not be the kind of reality that we experience here in the states i'm sure some people do in my situation right now i see an opportunity to help them out because i have what it takes or i have or I can help them, right? Yeah. When we talked in 2020, I think you were just starting to grow the business. In fact, I think um, when we first connected, you were maybe still phasing out of being a virtual assistant yourself yes. while building a team of others uh, that could help with it. Um, and it's incredible how fast you've been able to grow the company. You said to over 70 employees today. Um, what are some of the biggest challenges that you face in your role um, as the leader of a fast-growing company? Well, it's my very first challenge was when I moved to the States, when I started talking to people like you, because I had a different mindset during that time. I thought that, oh, business owners or company owners, CEOs, they wear a suit and tie. And I, I thought, I told myself, who am I to talk to them? You know, I'm just somebody from the Philippines who moved to the States and I have an accent and my grammar is not even that polished, you know, so I... I I saw myself an, as an individual that's very small. And so I changed my mindset by thinking that, you know what, these people, these business owners, we're all the same. We are building our businesses because we want to make money. You know, at the end of the day, we all have the same time. We share the same air. We breathe. Mm. We poop, you know. We, we pee <laughs> and we poop, you know. Yeah. And so we're all just the same. And I and I told myself, those business owners, you know, they are struggling as well. You know, we just maybe don't know, but we're all in the same uh, place. You know, we want to make money because we want to provide for our family and help other people. My main challenge really is myself because if I don't believe in myself then who will believe in me you know it starts yeah. it starts in it starts within me and so the second thing that I had a hard time with 
is pleasing people. I couldn't say no to people because I don't want to reject them and I want to have a very good reputation. And so now I'm learning that it's not really about people liking you. It's about people respecting you for what you believe Mm -hmm. in, you know? So even Mm -hmm. if you talk to your team members or to your clients, even if you fire, you know, you know, your client or your team member, you know, they're going to respect you for firing you because they understand, you know, your decision and you were able to make it communicate properly why you're doing what you're doing. Are they going to like you? Maybe not, but they will respect your decision if you have communicated it properly to them. And so third is imposter syndrome. That's, that's a big deal to me. Um, when I talk to people or even to businesses and or, or even coaching my, my team members, I'm telling myself, you know, I ask myself, am I really providing value to them? Because all things that I know right now came from other people. The biggest reason why I struggle with um, imposter syndrome was that because I didn't know myself. Mm. I did not believe in myself. And I'm focusing on the people around me. I'm focusing on what will they say if I mess up, mm-hmm. you know. But now that I know who really I am, you know, and that my identity is founded on a on a foundation that is not changeable, you know. I won't I I won't be as offended as much if somebody come you know, came up to me and say, Hey Christy, you're not really good at this thing, you know, your grammar is not perfect. You're not from the States, you're from the Philippines. Why are you even here? You know, I'm not gonna be as much offended because I know who am I, you know? Like yeah. if they tell me go back to the Philippines that's where you came from. Like, yeah, that's really where I came from, you know? Sure. Like, I don't, I don't mind, you know, but I'm here in the States and I have, I'm enjoying a lot of, I, I am enjoying the opportunities um, that I am getting here in the Philippines. And I feel like regardless if, you know, you just moved to the States or even if you're born here, if you make the most of the opportunities in front of you, then you will be able to make it. Yeah. Well said. I think the thing that I'm most impressed with Smart VA's growth is that you've built a team and the team, you've been able to find leaders on that team. And those leaders are leading managers. And those managers are, are directing teams. And those teams are supporting a lot of businesses with the things that they have. And um, you figured that out really quickly, first of all. And you're doing it largely from 8,000 miles away. Uh, and so what are some specific challenges that you face leading a team that is pretty far away and how are you overcoming them wow that's a good question um it's not really like a one main challenge but it was to me there was one there was this um team member that is not that wasn't a culture fit you know that person wasn't really um embodying our core values and we had to to let her go and I didn't want to let go of anybody, but I had to. We had to because yeah. it's affecting our other members as well. It's yeah. it's affecting our whole company. And it's affecting me as well. My mental health is being affected yes. because I think about it all the time. So firing an individual is something that is really, really hard for me. And that is one and that is one of the most uh, biggest challenge when I was growing my, my company. But now we set systems in place so we have now you know scorecards you know that if they didn't 
perform on a specific month, they will be coached. And for, for about three months, if they are not giving us consistent results, then they will be let go. So I think uh, the main challenge was when I fired that one individual, we did not explain to her, you know, what we're expecting. And I think that individual as well was kind of shocked that she was fired and that's that's because we did not give her any mm. you know signs of like hey you're gonna be let go yeah. yes we told her that hey what you're doing is not good but we did not we were not very transparent to her that hey if you did not improve then you're gonna be let go yeah so that's the main thing that we did not do and i think that that that's why it was hard for me and it was hard for that individual that got let go as well yeah yeah and i i can relate to that i think i had to let a couple of people go early on at Spire and, and we did it really poorly, <laughs> you know, and, and I say like, is there a good way? Yes, I think there is, you know, Brene Brown talks about uh, clear is kind. And I think sometimes we hesitate to be clear with people because we think that maybe we're going to come off like a jerk or something like right. that, but really people need that clarity and it's kindness to be clear with other people. Yeah. You made it sound easy, but I'm telling you there's, there's a lot of the people in those suits, the people we picture in big companies, <laughs> that their their growth has stalled because they haven't figured out how to build a team of leaders that can lead other people and to scale up from there. And so, you know, in working with smart VAs myself, um, I was like, wow, look at the people. Like I sent you a message because three years ago, that's what I did. And you're like, well, let me direct you to our, you know, I, you directed me to Regina and then Regina introduced me to Miguel and Miguel introduced me to my, um, you know, to the VA team that I'd be working with. I'm like, this is the real deal. And the, the ability that you've had to, to create that leadership team that's making it happen is, has enabled you, I think, to really continue to grow. Can you describe for our savvy marketers what activities you're doing as a marketer yourself to help create that demand um, that you're seeing for smart VAs? One thing I realize is that we're all human beings. And what is something that we all share the most? That's emotion, mm. right? So we attack our marketing strategy with emotions. Like we really talk about our target audience's pain points. You know, even when you asked me at the beginning of this podcast interview, you said, what is smart VAs? And I mentioned, we help overwhelmed businesses. And so when, when somebody who is overwhelmed and that person is an entrepreneur, that person will think, oh, so they're helping me. And so they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna want to find our website and book a call with us because they know that we're able to help them. And so I think knowing the emotions of our target audience, that's one. But currently, the biggest, the biggest um, lead generation machine that we have is Google. Mm. I never thought that I will be best friends with Google's, you know, algorithm. But if you ask me this. Two years ago, I would say differently. I would say LinkedIn yeah. because LinkedIn, that's where we met, right? Mm -hmm. Because LinkedIn, uh, you can meet or get connected with people fast as compared to Google because with sure. Google, you're going to have to optimize everything. You're going to have to study Google's algorithm. And so now, because SEO is a long, a long term strategy. Yeah. It's not like if you implement it today, tomorrow, you're going to see results. Right. No, it'll take like maybe a year or two before you reap your harvest. And now mm -hmm. we're reap, we're, we are reaping the harvest of our SEO efforts from from 2020. Yeah. So, you know, like just just the month of January, we had 30 leads from Google. 
Fantastic. Just think about that. And if we did not start in 2020, we wouldn't have those number of leads. And so being patient in your marketing strategy is very important. I think a lot of marketers, a lot of marketers, but mainly business owners who do not know SEO, they're Mm -hmm. very impatient because they're... They want to see, you know, results immediately, but they do not understand that in order to see results, you have to keep on putting the work, you have to be consistent yeah. until that time comes, you know. So I'm the head of our marketing um, department right now, but I'm not the hands. I'm just the brain. You know, when I think of something, I delegate it to my marketing team and they do it for me. So they're the implementator. They're the implementator and I'm the visionary. And so I think if you're a marketer, it's important that you have a set pair of hands who would be able to implement your strategies. There's a lot of things that that goes into that, you know, especially with SEO. It's like it's just it's not a one man job. Right. It's you need you need a team, you know. So so if you're a marketer, you're the visionary and you need help from other people to implement your your vision unless you don't want to scale. Yeah, I like that. So the head and the hands are yeah. the way to think about this. So um, that's actually a good segue. I wanted to shift gears and talk a little bit about how uh, savvy marketers can multiply their impact. Um, I think a lot of them need hands <laughs> so that they can use, they have time to, to think more and to strategize more. Um, and maybe that's a virtual assistant or outsourced or an in-house assistant. What do leaders need to do in order to delegate effectively? In order to delegate you need to know what and who. What to delegate and who to delegate to. Mm-hmm. You know, so that means as a business owner, you have to really assess what are the things that you're supposed to be doing and what are the things that you're not supposed to be doing. So I always tell my clients to do an exercise and I do this for myself as well. So right now, Jeremy, just imagine a quadrant or whoever you are listening to this episode, imagine a quadrant. So on the top left quadrant, list down the tasks that you enjoy doing and you're good at. Okay. Those are the tasks that you're supposed to be doing most of the time. Mm-hmm. On the top right quadrant, list down the tasks that you enjoy doing, but you're not good at. Only do that 10% of the time. On the bottom left quadrant, you need to list down the things that you are good at, but you don't enjoy doing. Only delegate that 90% of the time. Okay. And then the last quadrant, which is the bottom right quadrant. This is a no-brainer, Jeremy. Yeah. Why are we doing work that we aren't good at <laughs> and we don't enjoy doing? The task that, yeah, the task <laughs> that you're not good at and you don't enjoy doing, delegate it 100% of the time unless you want to die yeah right because we only have 24 hours a day and i think it's very important that we know our priorities because if we don't know our priorities we just keep on doing things that we think we're supposed to be doing our calendar is gonna be full all the time yeah you know and it's important you know for for a business owner like you and me you know it's important that we have white spaces on our calendar because those are our thinking time those are our strategic thinking time and so once you have once you already know the task that you're supposed to be doing and the task that you're not supposed to be doing now the question is who are you going to hire the key to knowing 
who really you need to hire is the person that matches with what's important to you, your core values. You know, at Smart VAs, we don't hire people, we don't only hire people that are skilled and talented. We hire people because of their attitude, their character. Mm. And even in our performance evaluation card, um, our ratings is, of course, it's 100%, but it's 40% for skill set, 60% character, because you can easily teach somebody how to post or to create a social media post. Yes. You can You can easily teach somebody how to post something on LinkedIn or yes. edit this podcast recording, right? But you cannot teach somebody how to be honest. That's right. It's important as well that you're prepared. Don't don't expect your VAs to read what's in what's in your mind. You need to create standard operating procedures or SOPs. And SOPs, they don't have to be like very formal. It doesn't have to look like, okay, column A, do this, column B, section one, section two. It doesn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. It can be just, you know, a step-by-step instruction on how to post something on social media. Or you can even record yourself through Zoom or even Loom video so you have to explain clearly why you want your VA to to do the task for you and what's your vision for the task? How How is it helping your company? Yeah. So I'm thinking about the quadrants that you described. And if there's something, maybe there's something that I'm good at, but I don't enjoy it. I could make a loom video of myself doing that thing one last time, right? <laughs> okay. One last time. I'm going to put this post together. I don't enjoy doing it, but I'm going to show you how I do it. And then I could hand that to your team and they could say, okay, now we have the instructions that we need to do it the way you do it and, and you don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. So Christy, I want to thank you for making the trip to Ashland today um, and for taking time to describe how you've built your business and the things that you're doing um, and why you're doing it. Um, I'm going to make sure I include your contact information in the show notes today so that people can reach out and work with your team. Um, are there any final thoughts that you want to share as we wrap up today? I just want to say that if you are a marketer and you really want to scale your business, find the right people that you can entrust your business to. It's very important that you have the right people. You surround yourself with the right team that you trust. And in return, they trust you back. Good stuff. Well, thanks again for uh, being part of the show today. You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, I want to thank you for watching today's episode of The Savvy Marketer. Please like, comment, and subscribe, and be sure to share this with other savvy marketers out there or leaders who may need to see this episode as well. Every episode of The Savvy Marketer is brought to you by Spire. We're an Ohio-based marketing agency. We help you sharpen your strategy, get more done, and make your marketing hum. Take your marketing higher with Spire. Thanks for watching.